Episode number one for volume two of the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast. Just kidding, we're not rebooting, we're moving on, like the song says. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number 100. The Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They have today's comics at yesterday's prices. And their discounts start at 38% and they go up to 75% off the cover price. A spider spotlight for this 100th episode is Spectacular Spider-Girl number two. The description reads, quote, Desperate to stop the gang war between the Black Tarantula and Silverback before the Punisher hits town, Spider-Girl goes on a crime-stopping rampage, which forces Man Mountain Marco to unleash his deadliest weapon, May's own clone. Yeah, we said the C-word. Her name's April. Show your support of our girl May by ordering this book. The cover price is $2.99. Mail order has it for $1.85, which is 38% off the cover. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Gang, we're celebrating 100 episodes by taking live callers from around the world. However, someone that has been very supportive of the show since the beginning has been our good buddy George Behrman. Now, he couldn't make it the day we recorded. However, he wanted to leave a message, so I hooked him up on Skype for him to give his well wishes on this anniversary show. Cue the Tijuana Brass Music. Hi, everybody. This is George, and I'm sorry I couldn't be here for the 100 podcast. I wanted to call in like everybody else and say hi to Brad and all the Crawl Space crew, but I'm going to be at the Renaissance Festival, and so I wasn't going to be able to make it. So with me now uh, for this mini-interview is Brad Douglas. Say hello, Brad. Hello, Brad. <laughs> Many of you may know him as the uh, founder of the Spider-Man Crawl Space site and the owner and the guy that does everything and pays the bills and takes all the flack. <laughs> exactly. How are you tonight? How, I'm doing, doing all right. That sounds like are a lot you? of responsibility. Well, it is a lot of responsibility. <laughs> you know, that's, I think that's why you take such you know such a little guff or you know when, yeah. or, or BS you know from anybody that uh, that crosses paths no, with you. No Barbra Streisand for me. All right, so it's been a hundred podcasts now, and, and keep yeah. in mind, I mean, for anybody listening, that's just a hundred podcasts. That's not to say the site's been around that long. The site's been around much longer, right? Because you originally started the site in uh, 74, 75? <laughs> when was that? I was born in seventy five. <laughs> started the website in ninety eight, August of ninety eight. And you started the podcast in what? Oh, oh, oh six. Oh six. Oh two. Yeah. What did I say? Oh two. Oh, uh, it's probably Bailey. <laughs> He was the inventor of the podcast, was he not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When Bailey invented electricity, he, um, he got with Bill Gates, and they started the internet. And Al Gore was there somehow. Yeah, he was involved. <laughs> so, did you ever think you'd make it to a hundred podcasts? Uh, I I didn't even imagine a hundred podcasts. I, I heard uh, Word Balloon with John Suntress, and I wanted to combine my two loves, which is broadcasting and Spider Man. And I said, you know what? I got these two guys on the board, been friends with me for years, Zach and Kevin. 
screw it. Let's let's record something. Let's see where it goes. And yeah. I, I thought uh, maybe I'll do a couple of these, and if it sucks, if it doesn't take off, I'll quit. But it's just been one long string of F-bombs since then. <laughs> well, we have had Zach on a lot, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Exactly. Um, yeah, I didn't think but I'd get there. You didn't, you didn't ever think you'd be here? No, I didn't. I, 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 it was just a, a fluke, kind of like building the website was a fluke. I'm like, yeah, this might be kind of fun. And then I enjoyed the hell out of it. And it's done nothing but, but grow and get stronger. Yeah, I mean, shit, man, I've had Stan Lee. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you've already hit the pinnacle. I'm I know. Right. If I like get the, if like... I get Ditko in the next ten years, hell, wow, yeah, <laughs> then you can just retire. I'm done. You, yeah, you're done. You're like, I, I'm going to quit the sport. I can't top this. I, I can't. can't. Um, was there ever a moment when you wanted to throw in the towel? Was there ever a moment when you stopped and you said, you know what, it's it's too much work or it's just not worth it? And then you, but you soldiered through anyway. What what's been the toughest moment? Ah, oh, the toughest moment. You know, with the podcast, I, I, I don't think I've really had a... Pro- well, after, like, episode... I'll, I'll take that back. Around episode two or three, I'm like, Jesus, Kevin and, and Zach sound bad, because I couldn't figure out this damn audio editing. I'm like, <laughs> the first the first show was me with a microphone, and you guys picking up the or hearing the audio of the speakers of Zach and Kevin coming through it, so it was going through my computer, going out the speakers, going into the microphone, it sounded like ass. So yeah. I'm like, oh, what the? There's a lot of technical stuff that you have to learn with the podcast. You have to learn how to edit audio. You have to mix audio. You have yeah. to record audio, etc. So, so, like, so, man, this is a lot of work to keep up with the main site. And then so adding another element was just uh, you. Bit. You were basically sitting there, and you're like, hey, Kevin, Zach, what did you guys think of this issue? And they're like, rrr, rrr, rrr. exactly. It was like I was interviewing Charlie Brown's teacher. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could... Uh, I need to go back and download some. Are those still are those still around, or have you changed? No, no, like, you. Those on? No, that's episode one and two. Around issue three or episode three, I figured out what the hell I was doing. Didn't you still? <laughs> didn't you still like? Didn't you? Are you still? Are those all on Podomatic still, or Podbean, or what? Yeah, they're still on Podomatic. Okay, all right. So, what? What other than the Stan Lee interview, which I know you know is just the, you know was just that that's that's the that's the that's the pinnacle that's the high yeah. point I, the salby sima interview where i had everybody that's my favorite yeah that's your favorite aside yeah. from that what's been your what's been your favorite uh the john romita jr one yeah. i liked a lot because i've always loved his artwork and he, even as a kid in the 80s i was i recognized his style he was the first artist that i ever noticed and i could put a name with the drawing and when he was talking to me uh, riding around with his buddy in a car, with holding a cell phone and a couple sl- a couple boxes of pizza on his lap because he was bringing pizza to his family and friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And he took time out of his his weekend just to talk to a fan. I was like, you just are like an even bigger god, <laughs> a spider god. So, yeah, the, you know, I mean, they always say you know be careful about meeting your you know your heroes and, and whatnot. Yeah. But every now and then. They they surprise you and they're even cooler than you think they could exactly. be. Exactly, and he's I, one of those. Yeah, and and a close second or maybe it's tied is where I got the voice of Spider Man <laughs> with uh, Josh oh. Keaton, and he did yeah. an intro for the show and he said, "You're listening to the Spider Man Crawl Space podcast." Wow, a show about me? I, I just thought that was so cool. I'm like I'm hearing Spider Man and I I have Spider Man's cell phone number too, which I think yeah. is kind of cool. <laughs> Well, if there was, uh, let me ask you this: If there yeah. was one thing you wanted people to know 
or thought that they might be interested in about that they might not know that goes on behind the scenes with mm-hmm. with the production of the podcast behind the scenes on the Crawl Space Show. Mm-hmm. What would what would that be if there was one thing that you think people would you know be interested in it that they probably don't know or that would shock them? What is it? Uh, Zach is gay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Aside from the obvious stuff, I said stuff that people don't know. What you know? What they don't know that it's a lot of <laughs> lot of stuff that people don't realize about television. Also, a lot of people think you just go out there and you just record video, and then you just sit on your ass for the rest of the day. Well, right. a podcast involves uh, scheduling. Scheduling is one of the things that people don't ever. I don't think they consider it. I mean, they visit the site and they're like, "Yeah, look, a podcast up, cool." There is. We start like the previous month, probably the last week of the month trying to hammer out people's schedules and getting five six people together at one point is is, is a lot harder than it seems and I, I don't think a lot of people know how much editing is involved and mixing and researching of those intro songs those spider-man intro songs I try to do a new spider-related song every time. I keep waiting to see when you're going to... I keep, like, I'm like, one day, one day he's going to run out. One day... <laughs> I've gone a hundred. I haven't right. peated yet, I don't think. <laughs> However, I think for the hundredth show, I might do a new version of Last Dance with Mary Jane, which was my first song that I ever picked. For the Make us... Make Stella sing it. Make Bubba Moose with it. <laughs> Bubba Moose. <laughs> no, I've seen those scheduling threads, though. I mean, I, oh, I, I'm privy. I'm privy to that side of the site. Yeah. So I've actually seen those, and it is all like trying to, you know, like herd cats. Yeah, that 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 uh, I think is what people really, really don't realize. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we've gone over our two minutes. <laughs> um, first, but let me say personally. Yeah. You know, thank you very much for doing this for everybody, and it's it. I, I, I'm always referring this to people. I'm always telling people that when I think of great podcasts, not just Spider-Man stuff, but like when I think of great podcasts, I always point to your show. Oh, thank and, you. And just you know, just the 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 perseverance and the the stick to itness that you have, you know, and just and just getting it out and persistence. And um, so, thank you very much, and congratulations on your hundredth podcast. And tell everybody, tell Zach and Stella and Jr. and and uh, all the and Bailey and all the and who am I am I leaving out Zach? Well, that's uh, probably on purpose. Uh, <laughs> no, I think you got everybody. Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> no, I, I think I oh. let up with Kevin. Oh, you but got tell everybody. Oh. Yeah, tell everybody. I said congratulations too, and we look forward to the next 100. Awesome. And thank you for being uh, here with me on your podcast. <laughs> You're listening to my podcast, hosted by Mike or, or, or Michael Bailey. <laughs> Screw it, Michael oh, Bailey's wow. hosting this whole, whole damn thing. <laughs> Bailey's just taking over half the internet. Yeah, no, he's just claiming it for him. Well, he's congratulations. Like, he's, like the, huh? he's like the Borg. He is like the Borg. Well, congratulations, buddy. Thank you, sir. And we'll talk to you later. Okay, gang, 100 episodes. We're starting it off with a live call-in show. We've got the regular group here. We've got Zach. Welcome, Zach. Woo-hoo. 100 shows, sir. Dude, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. How, how many times <laughs> do we have Internet problems throughout these 100 episodes with me? So well, It's a constant. We love you for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here, man. It's really good to be here. JR, you've been with us since what episode four? Uh, actually, I think it was uh, I think it was episode number three. Uh, yeah. In fact, for the for the hundredth podcast, I feel I should be wearing my six arm Spidey costume, but uh, I, <laughs> I seem to have misplaced it somewhere. 
Yeah. Well, Actually, JR, it was episode number four. The only reason oh, I know that. Yeah, I've been uh, going back and listening to every episode. So. Uh, Zach just added an editor's note at the bottom of JR's signature. So uh, thank you, Zach. <laughs> yeah, I'm old, but so thank, I forget things. So. It's all good. And and Kevin, been with us since episode one. Thank you very much, Kevin. You've been awesome. Oh, thank you. I can't believe after, you know, we started with episode number one, I was living in my dad's house, talking to you from his house phone, and that was mm-hmm. two apartments and like two or three cell phones ago, and here we still are doing episode 100. <laughs> Fifteen girlfriends ago. I mean, man. <laughs> I'm like Peter Parker up in this piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, Kevin, I'm I'm the same way. I, I think when we started recording, I had just I've been in like six apartments. So, yeah. <laughs> I I haven't moved, but I've created a child. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Bailey joined us. What year did you join? Was it uh, 08, I think? It was last year. It was around August. Oh, 09, okay. And appreciate you've just recently celebrated 100 shows on Views, yep. and you went through all this uh, call-in stuff. It's chaotic, sir. Very much so. Yes. <laughs> but it's fun. But it's, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's... I like it. So. Yeah. Uh, and Stella, what year did you join us? Was it 07, 08? Yeah, I think 07. Seven, and she was originally a guest, and she just uh, blew up the boards. I, I loved her posts, and I'm like, I got to get her on the show. So uh, you've been trying to get a female voice on the show since the beginning, Brad. Let's let's. Be I know. Honest. Once I once I found an intelligent one, I had to keep her. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So our, uh, wait, so our other female guests weren't intelligent? I think you just insulted like a couple of. Them. Well, no, uh, I edit that out. Watch, I won't. Uh, <laughs> No, what you're going to do, you're going to say you're going to edit it out, and then never do. Because yeah, that's yeah, always that's podcast, Or when you that's... hear Brad say, I'm editing this out. <laughs> really didn't. Because you know, that's how I roll. Uh, <laughs> all right, we've got, good Lord, 20-plus people in the green room waiting to join in. And we're going to take our first caller, someone I know quite well. Uh, she is on the line right now. Hello, Mrs. Crawlspace. Mrs. Crawlspace, are you there? I hear you talking in the other room on your computer, but I don't hear you. <laughs> she, she heard you say that Stella was the first intelligent woman you found. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Wendy, come in the come in my office. Hold on, bring the laptop with you. <laughs> We're gonna do uh, tech support as we speak. Hold on. Okay, hold on, gang. I'm gonna edit this. I really will edit this part out. Hold on. And so it begins. I'll be right back. Hold on. Oh, dear. Oh, come on. This is a hallmark of live callers right here. Yeah. I don't think we could have started in a more fitting way. So, Stella, congratulations on being the first intelligent woman on the Spider-Man Crawlspace podcast. Thank you. Come on, guys. Let's be funny or something. Let's make him not edit this out. Anybody got anything? Okay, what did one wall say to another wall? Oh, hell. Some, anybody? Nice what plaster? Nothing, <laughs> walls don't fucking talk. <laughs> Whoa! The anger, man. <laughs> the F-bombs. I know. That's JR's territory now, remember? Oh, jeez. Yeah. JR is the only one that Brad likes enough to tell him it's okay. Yeah, he My just wife's giving me a hard time at the moment. <laughs> just realizes I'm senile and go off my rocker sometimes. You guys don't have that excuse. Stop <laughs> that. Right now. Stop that. Ooh, licking of the face action. No, she's she's got a cold coat. Oh. She's 
Uh, maybe, yeah, touch me. Ah, stop it! Is this a dog or your wife? Uh, well, it's well, the dog's in the room, and my wife was laughing too. So, <laughs> go, go. I didn't beg. I didn't beg my wife to stop touching me till after about fifteen years. So you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, when she comes at you with a cold coke, we'll talk. So. <laughs> a cold coke. That's the worst she can do. Stella was expecting some face looking action. Where's the face looking action? Oh, that'll be later. <laughs> yeah, I've heard these podcasts before. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Talk to the can, group. can y'all hear me now? You, you, yeah. you know the, the amusing thing about that entire situation of that podcast ending with all that was uh, nothing happened okay. that night. <laughs> no, don't break the illusion, man. We were all sitting here thinking you got some after the Crawl Space yeah. podcast. It gives the rest of us hope. Well, we are. Hi. Hi, Mrs. Douglas. Yes. How are you? Kind of, sort of hear you. This is a hard group to get into. Very elite. <laughs> yeah, very elite. Huh? <laughs> right. We only allow intelligence. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm in the room. <laughs> I just Why, Brad? We were talking tables. to your wife. Oh, man. Okay, where the hell were we? Um. Okay, everybody ready? I think so. <laughs> All right, three, two. Okay, we're going to take our first caller, someone I'm quite, uh, I almost said intimate with. That would oh, be my. Bad, <laughs> I know quite intimately. Oh, anyway, it's Mrs. Crawlspace. Welcome, Wendy. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> you know what? I might just keep this whole thing in. The first caller, me, me plugging in the microphone, me doing her audio settings, etc. Anyway. You're gone, man. You can't edit all that out. Yeah. Was it good? Did you bring the funny? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny. That's what I do. My wife came now, in the room and harassed me. I mean, that's licked, his face. <laughs> licked him in the face. I love it. Now, Wendy, what, what's your question, or what? Uh, what'd you call in for? Or actually, why'd I make you call in? <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. Um, All of the above. Thank you for inviting me, and congratulations on your 100th episode. That's really thank epic. You. And yeah. um, I guess thank you for a lot of birthday wishes and a lot of comments to the last podcast. So. I, I hear I'm back by popular demand. <laughs> you are. You are indeed. Marvel only needs one person to put because the fans demanded it on their cover. So, uh, you had more than one fan of you, and they, they loved the part where you said, I scream like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> that was their favorite part. Uh, I, was while driving what, through the par- I was laughing out loud while driving through the parking garage at work listening to that. I looked like a great person. <laughs> No one throws you under the bus quite like your own wife. That, that, that's, that's absolutely right. <laughs> we should have a Crawl Space Wives Club. What do you think? Oh. We have Rachel and JR's wife and, and my wife all talk trash on us. Oh. JR's wife could host it. Yeah, but she... Yeah, but the only problem is she couldn't uh, keep she couldn't uh, keep the language clean enough to uh, show that it would last any length of time. Yeah, we we do have to take Rachel out of the room some sometimes because truckers are getting embarrassed. So now, now Wendy, what did you think when I started this thing four years ago? When you when you started podcasting, that was three yeah. years ago. Four years ago, you believe I that? I guess so because you just do one a month, so that would right. you know maybe two. Um, that was fifteen girlfriends ago for Kevin. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can You mean none. Um, but, you know. <laughs> well, I, I think that was really before I knew what podcasting was, so I was yeah. really impressed that you knew what that was. Um, 
So but, that's uh, what yeah, attracted you to. I can't, I can't like, oh, well, if that's what keeps you busy, better than crayons. <laughs> better than crayons. Yeah. See, I can't, I can't fix things around the house, but I'm pretty tech savvy. So it evens out, doesn't it? Yes, it does. There you go. Now, before you go, because we've got 20 other people in the room, we have an announcement to make. Okay. Of the name of Baby Douglas. Yes. Oh. Ooh. Uh, little teaser. A little teaser. <laughs> Can we take Beth you, first? What, what yeah, the, go ahead. What, what, what do you think of Parker? It's not a Parker. Oh. No. That was, it's, that was a, for boys' names. How about Gwen? It's, it's Stella Marie. No, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Stella just had a heart attack. That yeah, would be, no. that would be creepy. That would be creepy. Wouldn't it? No, creepy okay. is saying that Stella's the father. That would be. Creepy. <laughs> oh, Good lord, Zach, don't get near my house. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, the, the baby's name is Ava Marie Douglas. A V A Marie, and Marie is after my mom and grandma's middle name. Oh, I thought you did. Just- I thought you named it after that religious song, you know, Ave Maria. You know, that <laughs> no, you kind of, that's Ava. That, that, that was, that was you... playing in the background when she was conceived or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have called her. Uh, night, the better. I mean, yeah, I should have uh, called her Salt and Pepper then. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about sex. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wow. the Cross Space Podcast. Yeah, uh, well, sweetie, thank you for calling in. I love you. And you got to go do something in Carthage. Yep, so. I've got some work to do. So. Carthage, Africa? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Missouri. <laughs> so. All right. All right. Well, I will talk soon. Okay, I'll try to turn this off. Okay. <laughs> and, and there's a reason why I'm not adding anyone as friends. I know I have two or three people that have asked to add me as friends, but I'm Pretty never on. that from the group. <laughs> Probably me. I really oh, can't man. do this without Brad's assistance, so I don't think I need to add friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proven. All right. The <laughs> you did awesome. So. All right. All right. Congratulations. Talk to you Bye. later. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, how was that? She started off strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who should I take in first? Let's do Mr. Crazy Chris. Hold on a second. Chris. Ding. Here comes Chris. Oh, I st- started the dings. Have you noticed this? Oh, no. You do not start the dings, Chris. <laughs> if you start the I dings, did the dings. I'll punch you. <laughs> What's going on, Chris? Hello. Am I coming in okay? You're coming in great, sir. Happy 100th episode. Happy 100th episode to you guys. Thank you, sir. What's your question for the group? Oh, I don't have a question. I just wanted to come on and congratulate you guys for getting to 100. And um, I've definitely been uh, listening since the very first episode. I downloaded it when it came out, and I've been listening to every episode ever since. That uh, first episode was really rough, wasn't it? <laughs> It was uh, August 2006. I didn't know how to use audio. I had uh, Zach and Kevin coming through the speakers, and you couldn't really hear them very well. <laughs> wow, the, uh, so, I went back and listened to that episode, and yeah. uh, man, was that rough. <laughs> I'm amazed that anybody listened to our first two or three is still listening to us now. <laughs> uh, no doubt. You know, those three episodes, because people generally like to start at the beginning, but uh, those two, three episodes still get downloaded a lot, so I'm amazed. Yeah, it was kind of uh, hard to hear uh, Zach's voice at first, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, then Zach got a better microphone, and I really missed those early episodes. 
Oh, epic fail. Chris, I take it you don't listen to Like a Chronicles, because, uh, you know, given the fact that that's funny. Thanks, I love you, too. No, no, you're great, Zach. I tend to just tell people to find the episode Stella started on and start with that one. That's awesome. All right. Well, Chris, you do, you have a review up on the front page of uh, Kick-Ass, and you're also re- reviewing Siege. Yeah. So kick, Kick-Ass, you liked it, huh? Yeah, I thought it was good. Cool. And Siege number four, is that come out yet? I, I don't think know. It's I, coming out. I think it was delayed until May. Yeah. Shocking. Cool. Shocking. Shocking. Epic fail. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted an event where we actually get all the issues out on time. You know? is that well, you don't want an event comic, sir. <laughs> right. Well, Chris, I appreciate all your work you do for the front page, hey, and I appreciate you taking time to coming in, sir. Appreciate you guys doing a great podcast and maintaining a great site. Awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you, sir, and happy 100th. All right. <laughs> See you guys. All right. Thank you, buddy. Bye. Okay, and we have Hollister for Mayor calling in. And he is a regular contributor on the message board, etc. Hello, Hollister for Mayor. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how are you doing? We're doing good. Doing good. What's your question oh, for the group? Wait, I'm losing contact. <laughs> Smack the side of it, the computer. <laughs> My name is Norman Osborne. I'm calling to warn you all to stop the show. <laughs> JR? <laughs> You know, you don't sound a thing like me, kid. <laughs> I don't know why, why you, you know, you need to go see Rich Little or something, all right? You know, take some lessons. You just tell the 12-year-old to talk to Rich Little, who hasn't been working since 83. Uh, <laughs> is he dead? I don't know. So, I, I Hollister, so. what's your... Do you know how much I sacrificed? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, Norman, can I have Mr. Hollister for mayor back? <laughs> Are you back? Oh, I, I'm I'm back. Uh, okay, I'm, what's your first name? Sorry. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> your first name. <laughs> Is it, it's, I don't think it's Hollister. No, no, it's not. Um, Aiden? Oh. Aiden, okay. Aiden, what's your question for the group? Uh... Here we go. I'm just looking on my documents list here. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> made, a, made a document for us. <laughs> I didn't think we were bad. My first question is for JR. Okay. I want to ask him if he could design uh, a new goblin, what would its name be? What would the change to the costume be? Any new equipment? If he wants, I could ask everyone else their question, and he could give me his answer at the end. <laughs> well, well, let's do one at thinking. Well, you know, I—it's uh, kind of hard to improve on. I—I I, I mean, I—I I, um, I, mean, I like the Green Goblin pretty much as he is. Um, you know, I'm not really sure that I would. Uh, there's anything I could add to him. Um, I did kind of like, you know, his samurai costume a little bit in the, uh, you know, in, in Paul Jenkins's arc, and I might add, yeah, and uh, if you know, I would probably add a little bit more firepower. You know, I'd have more things coming out of the glider and, you know, maybe keeping more sonic toads in his little purple purse or something. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, sonic toads. Yeah. Nice. No, I, I have Not to confess, 
I like him the way he is. I, I like I said, other than maybe some more firepower, I probably wouldn't change too much about him. Aiden, how old are you? Just out of curiosity. Um, fourteen. Fourteen. Cool. That's that's a good age to read Spider-Man. Well, Sir? at least until the the recent issues. <laughs> <laughs> so they say. <clears throat> so they say. So they say. Yeah. Any other questions, sir? Uh, yes, I have one. A uh, couple of questions. Uh, for Michael Bailey, um, okay. Okay. I, I'm very sorry about this, but I have a crisis on Infinite Earths question. Okay, all right. <laughs> and uh, I'll let you talk. You see, you're cool. I <laughs> I want to ask you um, when Supergirl died and some other people died, how did they explain her death after Crisis on Infinite Earths? Because I believe everyone forgot their memory at the end of that, or what was going on there? Well, th- uh, with Barry Allen, it was basically universally decided that Barry died died during a a big crisis. The crisis was kind of changed to not one of infinite Earths, but just kind of another one where the anti-monitor was just trying to destroy all of reality, and Barry Allen died during that. Supergirl, they just completely ditched that and said it didn't happen when Man of Steel came out. So once Man of Steel happened, it was just retconned completely out, and they didn't, they didn't really have to explain it because it never happened. So I, I hope that kind of makes sense because it really doesn't in my head. But, <laughs> okay. but yeah, w- w- with a lot of the people that died, it was just they died during a great crisis. So uh, I have another question for Kevin. Um, it's about his uh, cr- crawl space. I want to ask him if it's easier to write for characters that have already been established like what their reactions would be to certain things, or easier to write for characters he invented himself, such as the Black Spider? Uh, it depends a lot on the character. Uh, some of them, like Peter Parker, I know so well, and I've been reading so long that, uh, you know, I I know his voice, I know how he's going to react. Um, obviously, it's, it's really easy to do your own characters because you've created everything about them. But, but yeah, some of the established characters that... I might not know as well. It takes a lot more research to get that stuff down. But I guess, I guess in general, it's easier to do characters I've created. But, but like I say, people like Peter Parker and Mary Jane, it's really not difficult because of how well we all know them. Uh, for Stella, I want to ask her if, in real life, they had found some way to cure paraplegia, would they? Uh, would you support um, them using that on Batgirl, or would you prefer staying as Oracle? Um, I think probably before I started, uh, really getting into Birds of Prey, I probably would have said, yes, use it on, uh, on Babs and get her back into the suit. But I do think however much, um, I really love her as Batgirl, I do think that sort of she's surpassed that now and she really does have a place in the DC universe as Oracle. Um, definitely, um. Nope. You still there, Stella? Stella! Where are to Stella? Stella! <laughs> well, well, Aiden, we'll come back to Stella in a little bit. you have another question for anybody else? Uh, yes, for Zach. Um, okay. Would you prefer uh, for Ben Riley to die if he had to die? Would you prefer for him to die with a little more um, honor rather than the way he died in Peter Parker, Spider-Man 75? Which I don't think was very uh, honorable because, uh, like Bertoni said, Oh, my wounds, my wounds. Human shield. (laughs) (laughs) I love this kid. I love this kid. Okay, okay, so you're asking, you're asking, repeat the question again. I want to know if you would, if he, Ben Riley had to die, would you prefer him to die with a little more um, honor than when he died? 
I think he died honorably. I think he he died protecting the man that he loved as a brother. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Uh, but in uh, Spider-Man Home Saga, the new uh, miniseries, number five, I really liked how he put up one heck of a fight when he got until he got stabbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that was that was uh, <laughs> that was. I think if they had if if. If they if the writers had had their way, they wouldn't have killed Ben Riley off the Spider-Man seventy-five. But um, yeah, I, I I guess the reason why he didn't he didn't die that he didn't have put up much of a fight was because the entirety of the issue was focused on Peter and, and Norman, not necessarily Ben and, and Norman. You know what I'm saying? They were yeah. setting Peter being the one true Spider-Man. This was really the story of Peter and, and Norman and their their personalities going at each other. Uh, ben was kind of, you know, and, it, and he already had been had the crap beat out of him before before that issue. So he wasn't he wasn't fighting Norman at one hundred percent. I think you would agree though, Zach, that the uh, the pages they added in in the Revelations trade really gave him a lot more material, though, right? I saw I, I yes. saw those on the Spidey Dude site. They they definitely were. They um, made him seem like the fighter that he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I think. Yeah. I think Oh, go ahead, Jerry. No, I was just going to say, uh, I uh, I would have had him not get done in the back, though. That really kind of bothers me. I think he deserved a little better than to get hit in the back. Um, you know, but you know, a frontal assault maybe. But that, that's my that's kind of my little qualm about it. And I think Stella's back to finish answering the question. right? Yeah, is this actually working now? Yeah, I can hear you. Red Arrow. So did, did anything <laughs> even uh, come through? Uh, we'll start from again, the beginning. It's about uh, paraplegia and curing it, and whether I right. would want it to happen to Babs. Right. Um, so I think, as much as I love Babs as Batgirl, uh, I think that she has surpassed that, and she really has a, a strong place in the DC universe as Oracle. I think that she could still be cured, but she would still stay as Oracle because I think Stephanie really has a foot into you know who Batgirl is, and I want to keep her uh, developing like that. But um, I think it'd be nice, you know, to see her be cured and then actually maybe go out on missions with the other birds of prey. But, uh, um, I mean, right now I think I'll still keep her as Oracle and keep Steph as Batgirl. I feel like I've been betrayed. Aiden, Aiden, one more question. we got a lot of people. Oh, oh, i got to say, just real quick, Stella, welcome to the club. <laughs> Go ahead, Aiden. One more Brad, question. I want to ask you: yeah. When your daughter's born and when she's old enough to read, uh, will uh, you give her the all ages um, Spider-Man stories that are out of con- continuity, or will you let her read some of the more lighthearted in-continuity stories? I'll probably mix her both. I'll probably start her with the movies and the cartoons, like the Spectacular Spider-Man, and uh, if she, and maybe Best read her. Piece. Yeah. And rest in peace, exactly. <laughs> um, probably the movies and the videos, because that's what kids get attracted to, I think, first. And maybe I'll read her some stories at bedtime. But I'm definitely not reading her the, the PG-13, the rated R stuff that uh, has been in the books recently with the black cat. So, I, I, have, a, All right. I have a question for Aiden. All right. Okay. Do, do, you, uh, <laughs> do you read the Spider-Man books currently? I, I, I am, and um, I'm a little disappointed uh, really, because I I, I um, don't mind the marriage being erased. It's not that I hate the marriage. I love the marriage very much. It's just that I like to move along. I love Spider-Man so much. I like to read it every time. He's a great character, and I love him. And I've read every uh, the first three essentials. 
those are real great stuff. We're getting some single cool. issues at the moment, but uh, but I'm really disappointed. I, I they're butchering them. They really are. Wow. Okay, that, that was going to be my question. Does, does he relate more to Spider-Man now than he used to be? Thank no, you very I much. don't. I don't relate to him because. And he's the I, Aiden's the age they want to get in the in the buying the books, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, if you look in the message board, I uh, posted a, an email. I helped my cousin send to, um, whatchamacallit, Joe Posada. Posada. Yeah, and right. uh, if you look in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 611, or no, I'm not sorry, the recent Rhino issue, uh-huh. look in the letter columns, you might see a familiar name. Oh, it's, you're in the letter columns. It, wow, that's awesome. So, uh that's really Thanks cool. for taking my call, folks. Uh, no problem, buddy. I love your site. I love the podcast. It's great to listen to. Great to have um, some other people who appreciate my love of Spider-Man. So just take care, folks. Have fun with the podcast. I'll be sure to listen to it, all right? All right, buddy. You're take the care. best. Thank you, sir. You're the best, Brad. Bye-bye. Take care. Good oh, luck. See thank you, buddy. Bye. Oh, man, what a kid. I love Dude, that kid. That, that kid was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really, you see his post on the board, and you, you never put a, na- or a voice or a uh, age to that kid. But uh, that kid's awesome. I love how he now, said they're butchering. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> I was like, man. Holy cow. Yeah, and here he okay. is. I'm looking at his letter right now. He's in, he is in number 625. Yeah. Yeah, I never look at the letters pages, but I have to go back and look at that one. Yeah, he's the very first one. All right, we're going to add Gerard Delatour the second. He is the Gee. took Michael Bailey's job <laughs> of reviewing Amazing Spider-Man on the front page. And he also is an artist that I have framed in my office. And Gerard, welcome, sir. How's it going, guys? What's going on? I was just talking about uh, you drew that great-looking piece of art that's in my office right now of Mary Jane kissing Spidey upside down. Oh, and he's a shameless plug. He's also drawn... Uh, Almost all the covers to uh, Crawl Space Avengers. True. Well, Gerard, what's your question for the group? You're going to have a tough act to follow. We just had a 14-year-old that was awesome. Oh, jeez. Well, why do you <laughs> do this to me, Brad? I'm glad no one said that's what she said after that statement. <laughs> so, yeah. Thought, thought about it there, Bailey. Thought about it. <laughs> so what's going on, Gerard? What are you, what's up? Um, well, I was just curious, you know, there have been a lot of really lousy Spider-Man miniseries the last few years, as everybody knows. So I'm just yeah. curious, which ones, uh, just throughout Spidey's history, are the worst of the worst? You know, maybe that one miniseries that if anybody even mentions it, it just makes you think about it. Spider-Man versus Bad Rock and Spider-Man Breakout are in the top oh, two line. I forgot oh. about Breakout. I had to review that turd. That's a turd, son. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, was yeah. your, that was your... Kevin, that was your worst story ever for a long time. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly blocked it out. <laughs> but okay, uh, uh, I, just, uh, I just recently finished uh, reading through the Clone Saga, and I made the mistake of picking up Venom, Along Came a Spider. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> God. And I'm sure all the rest of the Venom miniseries at the time were probably just as bad, but I didn't read them, so that one holds a special place in my heart for utter shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love your reviews. <laughs> <laughs> they never get freaking old. I mean, God bless. Oh, heavens. Uh, Zach, what's one of your least favorites? Oh, probably the uh, Family Ties two-issue miniseries with... Uh, with Michael Keaton? No. Uh, Michael J. Fox? No, 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 no. Alex T. Keaton? <laughs> no. Sorry. The, uh, it's Ben Riley and the Punisher 
with Joe Bennett on the artwork and Tom Lyle writing. Now, anything that Tom Lyle wrote was absolute shit. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I, I knew this was going to be bad going in, but man, good God. <laughs> JR, you used to pick up all the miniseries, but uh, is there one that stands out that you hated? Mm, well, I tell you, um, recently here were the... Um, Amazing Spider-Man Secret Invasion, which didn't have Spidey but had Jackpot. That one was, yeah. you know, wipe your ass bad. Mark Wade's Spider-Man House of M was awful. Uh, and uh, this <laughs> recent one, um, oh, the um, I forget, David Lapham, the guy who did Stray Bullets, did a five-part uh, with Chris, power and responsibility. Oh, that was mm-hmm. that was awful. I mean, it was like Spider-Man in his wrestling days, which no one cares about, and he is calling for some creepy old woman, you know, who had a who had about a few hundred miles of bad road on her, you know, and <laughs> oh, oh no, sure I could think of others given the time, but, but this but, is why this is the best related comic podcast because I love Jr. and Kevin's quotes. They, this <laughs> prison ass. I mean, just stuff like this, you can't get any better than that. <laughs> uh, Bailey, do you have a horrible Spider-Man miniseries? I hated Lethal Foes of Spider-Man. Which one was that one? That oh. was, remember, de- remember Deadly Foes of Spider-Man? That was yeah, back in like, the late 80s. It was a pretty yeah. decent miniseries, had good Cary Gamble art. I read through Lethal Foes like about three or four years ago, and... It's so bad, I have blocked it from my memory, but I remember it being just a complete, utter piece of crap. Okay, okay Bailey, I'm, yeah. I'm going disagree- to disagree with you. I actually like that miniseries. <laughs> I don't know why. It was why did so you nice. turn into the Joker there for a second? No, I don't know. <laughs> Stella, you got one you hate? Um, probably, yeah, some of the recent stuff. Definitely Secret Invasion comes to mind, even though Spidey was not there. Uh, Venom Secret Origins, if we can uh, count that, I think I only read issue one. So. <laughs> gotcha. Gerard, any other comments for the group? Uh, yeah, Brad, I'm going to sure. call you out. You're a liar. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. This Whoa. Is not episode 100. It's, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I did a little renumbering around the Tom DeFalco, uh, Ron Friends era, where I did like show 38.1, 38.2, stuff like that. So, what episode is it? Do you know? Is it like 110? <laughs> yeah, it's 105. This- it's 105. <laughs> we're celebrating five late. <laughs> Uh, we're going to rename uh, the podcast to renumber it. Uh, next episode will be volume two, number one. Oh, <laughs> I'm just what, kidding. What, what just about kidding. Ultimate Spider-Man Crawl Space? <laughs> we'll <call> it <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Ultimate Comics Spider-Man Crawl Space Ultimate Ultimates. True. Yeah. True. Because that, that's not a confusing enough title at all. Nope. And public, publicly here, Gerard, I want to thank you for uh, reviewing the Amazing Spider-Man title. And there's no animosity between me and Bailey, by the way, or Gerard. <laughs> I don't know. We had a knife fight in the back of the crawl space restroom, but that's it. <laughs> no, you're doing you're doing a really good jo- you're doing a really good job, Gerard. Thanks. I've only you're done really two. Are. I haven't had enough time to completely screw up yet. Just just you wait. <laughs> hey, Gerard, let, let, let me be honest and frank with you. You've done the reviews for uh, for Spider.com too, and and you've done a great job there. So. 
that was kind of your, you know, you've been called Basic- the major. Major leagues now. <laughs> Basically, the only piece of advice I can give you is don't disagree with Brad about Roger Stern, and you'll keep that job forever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I concur. Don't piss me off. Uh, <laughs> and you just called me a liar. So we have an opening for the position. <laughs> <laughs> All of two issues. Yeah, no doubt. Landspeed. Uh, He's the John Byrne of reviewers. He gets on and gets off. That's what she said. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Gerard, anything else? No, nothing, great. nothing else, man. See you guys. And uh, Thanks, save buddy. me a piece of the cake. Okay. Yeah, you, we, have hey, cake. we have cake. Don't worry. Um, Gerard, I'll save you some. It's okay. We have hey, cake. where's the cake? Are you guys hiding the cake? What, what was this about cake? I, I, I'm sending you the cake via FedEx. <laughs> It's going to be a stale cake, but I'll take it. Uh, here's the cake. Look in your chat window. There's a little cake right there. Oh, right. Oh. It's on fire. <laughs> Damn it, the room's on fire. Got to go, Gerard. Thank you. Take care. Bye, buddy. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Okay, I think I know who I'm going to add now. He put on a outstanding uh, video on the front page of the website. Uh, kind of look back at all the crawl, the uh, uh, podcasts that we've done. And it's Walter T.S. Champ, who we're ringing right now. Oh, dude, really? I haven't been on the Internet in like three days, so I don't know what's on the front page of the crawls. Your, girlfriend, your girlfriends miss you. No. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Wait, the girlfriends are sleeping hey. with Walter? Hey, everybody, it's that guy. It's what? Walter. Hey, Walter, what's going on? Bad guy. No, What's up, bad guy? I just, Welcome to the show, Walter. I'm just wondering which girl I'm sleeping with now. Oh, well, <laughs> so does it, Carly Cooper. <laughs> oh. Keep your mask well, on with the not... black cat. That's all you got to know. I'd rather take her over Michelle Gonzalez any day. Man. Uh, well, hey, 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 psycho <laughs> chicks are the best in bed, trust me. Oh, oh my no. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. This show could not go uh, to 100 episodes until we had an F bomb and oh my gosh, and a relationship advice show. <laughs> yeah, that's what Sharon Stone's last boyfriend said in Basic Instinct. Oh, oh no! Hey, look right, hey, right before the ice pick goes in, everything's golden. Let me just. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, good lord. I need to wrangle this in. Boys, cross your legs like shit stone. Uh, Walter, what's your question for the group, sir? <laughs> uh, the question, what kind of Saturday cartoon show would Cross Space Podcast be? Action Adventure, Looney Tunes, or something that can only be shown on HBO? <laughs> be an H- I think it would be an HBO Looney Tunes special. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like Zach would pop, pop out of the ground and say, what up, Doc? And and uh, Jr. would be like, uh, it's Wabbit season. <laughs> no, it's Spider season. Yeah, because 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 uh, you just called Jr. Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I guess I did. What would Kevin be? He would be the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bailey would be Tweety Bird. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, <laughs> Stella B. Are there any girls in, in Looney Tunes? Um, she would be Sylvester, maybe? Oh, I think. I, I thought I saw Woody Tat. I, I think you reversed those. I think uh, Stella would be Tweety Bird and Bailey would be <laughs> Sylvester. He'd be Foghorn Leghorn. 
Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really? Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that your final answer? <laughs> is, that your, is that your final F you to me? <laughs> there aren't enough middle fingers to quote Marilyn well, Manson. Walter, do you agree with what, what do you think the answer would be? I think Michael Bailey would be Marvin the Martian. Because <laughs> that's so much better. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> hey, you could be Marvin. <laughs> Me impute space modulator. He's escaping with my space modulator. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Walter, what else you got, buddy? By the way, thank you for the video that you put together. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. I, after I got done putting it all together, I came to a realization that Stella scares the crap out of me. Why does she scare you? Wow. What? Explain yourself. All the talk about Tic Tacs and Scarlet Spiders just, uh, yeah, wow. where she, she seemingly, like, kicks me in the junk every single month, it seemed, you know, for the first, like, ten episodes she was on. Yeah. Yeah, I liked in, in watching that try- video that you, it reminded me the very first thing Stella did when she was on the podcast was insult Zach. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> and, uh, well, I do have five more questions if you guys want me to ask. Okay, them to you. hit them. Hit them. Let's go. Uh, Brad, name, Brad, yeah. name only one thing in comics that you find a a consistent trend that you don't like. Uh, a price increase. Boom. I mean, I, I'm tired of them all going up, and, and the content not getting any better or giving you more for your money. That's my answer. Next. <laughs> Uh, JR, what is the one character in comics that is dead you want want to return and why? Oh, God, the thing is, I don't know, are any of them still dead besides Uncle Ben and Gwen? I mean, uh, Bucky <laughs> came back, Jason Todd came back, uh, you know, God, God I don't know, and can't, oh man, Harry came, Harry came back, Norman came back. Uh, <laughs> it's like a man's family reunion. No kid, no kid. Is there anyone that, well, I tell you what, uh, they should not kill Gene Wolf. Uh, that's, that's a character that I, I really thought they could have done more with her, particularly since, uh, you know, she had this kind of hidden romantic affection for Spider-Man. I think they could have done something with, this is before the marriage even. Even when she died, they could have done something with that. Um, it really would have been a different kind of relationship. Uh, I, I like Jean's character. I really did. And uh, if she mysteriously came back from the dead, uh, kind of like Mysterio and Doc Ock, you wouldn't hear any complaints from me because she shouldn't have been killed off. Cool. Next one, Walter. Cool. Michael, do you think comics are entering a new era where the demands for quality has gone to the point that it's unattainable? Hmm. I uh, I don't think that so much as in certain cases I, I think an overall plot is being lost in the favor of really cool moments. Uh, it seems like a like writers tend and, and it's just the evolution. I'm not saying one is better than the other. It's just what I personally prefer. And to me, it seems like thing most plots are surrounded by a really cool moment for a character rather than just telling kind of a, a really 
cool kind of story. But um, but that's just me. I'm trying not to complain as much because I'm, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much complained out at this point and uh, really can't bring the bile like I used to. So <laughs> you're not the vomiting vulture. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man! You know, I'm out. I gotta do all my sound effects in this episode simply because, you know, it's the 100th episode. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we missed that one. I'll take, th- I'll take things sex heard from women on a first date. Oh! Wow! Wow! Excuse me while I go put ice on my junk. I'll be back. Oh, you're going to need it. Uh, don't trip over that stack of uh, restraining orders. There's. Or <laughs> Harry Joyner. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You are not bringing up Harry Joyner oh, again. No. I will, hurt you. I will, oh, hurt I you will not bring up Harry anything Joyner. about Harry Joyner. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the little Hollister from Air Kid may be listening. Uh, Walter, what's your. Yeah, two more, right? Yeah, two more. Actually, okay. uh. Yeah. Three more. I haven't even asked Kevin, Zach, and Stella. Oh, okay, man. <laughs> well, Zach, what do you think comic book companies as a whole need to do to increase sales? Um, TNA. Well, <laughs> no, no, they, they, need, they need to do their distribution, not just in the specialty market. Uh, the specialty market's, I think, starting to uh, wear itself out. I think they need to reevaluate where they're, where they're putting the books at. Um I would much rather see comic books uh, on the on the supermarket rack than you know those piece of crap tabloids that have you know Elvis is still alive and um, I'm mating I made it with an alien, okay? Uh, <laughs> you know I, I think uh, I really don't care who, who who Jennifer Aniston's banging this week, you know? Unless it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Since you put it that way, Brad. Um, I'll be damned I did. Wow, i got to pick this up. <laughs> right? I'll be like, yay. Um, anyway, but, you know, like I say, I'd rather I'd rather see it in the supermarkets uh, right next to the checkout line. Like, make it an impulse buy again. Cut cut the price point in half. Uh, make it a buck fifty, and people will start buying it again. Two more, Walter. Uh, Stella, what type of villain do you find that is more, the most effective in comics in terms of their motivation? Um, in terms of their motivation, I think, uh, the Red Skull is sort of someone that, uh, I really enjoyed watching. Um, he just has sort of one singular goal and, uh, he won't go about it the normal way. Um, he won't be direct about it. He'll go through channels and really set up this thing. So in the end, it's this huge sort of takeover. So I think I enjoy that rather than there's a villain right in front of you and you know right away what's gonna, what he's planning, what he's doing. And finally, Kevin, what type of editor do you find that's most effective in comics? you got the one that is very strict and stern that mostly hated by the bullpen or one that is buddy-buddy with all the bullpen? Uh, I think a lot of it depends on the talent that they're editing. Uh, some people need a firmer editing hand, and some people need to be left alone. I think the uh, the editors need to basically be able to figure out which one it is. Um, it's it's not really good to have one editing style where you're either 
uh, really hands-on or really hands-off. You need to actually tailor yourself to the talent. So what we need is editors that know the writers and artists they're working with well enough uh, to know when to back off and when to step in. Yeah, I... I, uh... I, I think I referenced this in my <coughs> editorial on the front. Well, it's no longer on the front page of the crawl space, but did it get kicked off? I think it got kicked off. Yeah, we got some. We've had a lot of new content. Yeah, lately. it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but JMS really—they were really hands off with JMS, and he produced one of the better runs of the uh, last twenty years. So uh, until the end. Up until the end, yeah. <laughs> up until the end. <laughs> but uh, first half of that run was pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty solid. Cool. Well, Walter, thank you again for everything you do, and thank you for calling in. No problem. Glad to be here, and uh, thanks for uh, putting out a podcast that's, one, informative and absolutely hilarious at the same time. <laughs> we try. We try. <laughs> thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. We've got, let's see, we've got another good friend of the show, Donovan Morgan Grant, calling in. And he also is a member of the new Spider-Man uh, podcast called Amazing Spider-Man Classics and Spectacular Web's uh, podcast. So, Donovan, what's going on, my man? Hey, how y'all doing? Happy 100th. Oh, yes. Y'all having fun? We're trying. We're going on hour three. <laughs> so, who, who's drunk yet? Stella? No. Uh, we've all just had a lot of cake. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Cake and pie, you know, cake and pie. We brought some pie from the Delta house. There you go. Ah. Yeah, look in the chat window. Here's more p- cake. Ding! Oh hey! Cake. <laughs> Little cake av- avatars have appeared in our chat window. Anyway, Donovan, what's your question for the group? I just pimped your two podcasts, by the way. Oh, you didn't have to do that. I did. That'll be $5. Hey, he's, oh. also, <laughs> on another, he's also on another podcast, dude. He is? You're on the three of them? Uh, which one did you say? Oh, Clone Saga Chronicles, you're on that one, too, oh, aren't nobody you? nobody listens to that. No. No. Ooh. Oh! oh. About as many people listen to that as, as Batgirl to Oracle. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah we that one's entertaining. Oh. No podcast and fighting. No podcast and fighting. Thanks, Thanks Kelly, Donovan. Donovan, what's your question for Stella? the group? Oh, yeah. Um, um, I, I, I have two questions. And uh, yeah. whoever wants to chime in, it's the one specific. But um, the first one... Are there any? Is there anything in Spider-Man, like in the comics, yeah, specifically in the comics that that has never been answered? Like, is there anything that you've that they, like, I don't know, like the Fifth Green Goblin or whatever that they've never gone back on that you like answers to anybody? The ba- Baby May is the only one that sticks out in my mind. And uh, who is Facade? Anybody? Yeah, who is Facade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Facade. Oh, you you don't remember the story that Terry <laughs> Kavanaugh wrote right before the Clone Saga killed off Air, uh, Lance Bannon for no explicable uh, reason, uh, and then and they're like, "Who is I Facade?" So. And then they went five issues of like trying to teasing who is the Facade, and they didn't ever freaking answer who Facade was. Oh wow! <laughs> no, I don't remember that at all. Which if, if you read things. interviews, if you ever mm-hmm. if you ever read interviews with Kavanaugh, he kind of tried to make it sound like it was supposed to be Jonah Jameson. So uh, yeah, pretty pretty. Well, thank God that never got revealed. Yeah. (laughs) So no, I don't want an answer to that. Thanks. Wow. Jr., you got any of the stick in your mind? You've been reading them the longest of all of us. Well, they um, they used to actually wrap up most of their things until the Howard Mackey era, where Howard would (laughs) was one of those who'd have a whole bunch of things in the air, balls in the air, and none of them would ever land. Uh, But. 
you know, I think they answered Baby May, though, because yeah. basically now she was never conceived, you know, because Mary Jane and Peter didn't have sex because they weren't married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had, he, had a, he had a committed relationship with her and didn't have sex with her, but he'll hop in bed with a black cat. Okay. Yeah, yes. There's, a, there's a lot of daddies out there yeah, that aren't married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get started on that. Uh, Oh God! Are there any unresolved? Well, the fifth Green Goblin—that was answered. Uh, I was—I—I I never felt that the uh, Jack O' Lantern, uh, J. M. I thought J. J. Mark DeMatteis—I'm gonna—I can't pronounce it. Uh, thank you. Uh, the who was Jack O' Lantern? I thought that was a fairly interesting idea. Uh, he himself, though, said he had no idea who it was. So, you know, and then Tom DeFalco kind of retconned it to where it was Danny Burkhart. Um, that was kind of unsatisfactory. I wish that had had a different answer. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, that, um, you know, those are the ones I think, you know, I, I just didn't get it. Not that I want to see them resolved, but they just really didn't have a satisfactory answer to them. Cool. Uh, what else, Don? Okay. Um, I think I asked this before, like maybe a year ago, but I think that, um, like with the siege and everything, I think it's worth asking again. Do you guys feel that, um, they've kind of, like we've all talked about how Spider-Man kind of didn't have as, as good a reaction as he should have, that when Norman became head of Hammer and everything, do you feel that Marvel kind of has a, has a mindset of Spider-Man to kind of leave him out of the big stuff, like not really have an impact on like the really, really big Marvel events going on? Because like I don't, I, he, he kind of did in Civil War, but he wasn't a mover and shaker. And I feel with uh, the Siege, that was really that was a really good opportunity for him to like kind of like really be like the standout character for Marvel. And he he was just you know Spider Man. And do you feel do you feel that at all? I honestly think they've uh, they've made it too difficult with this three to five times a month coming out. They've made it too difficult to uh, include Spider Man that other kind of things. It's too hard to coordinate when they're you know they're working on Amazing Spider Man ten fifteen twenty issues out uh, at a minimum, and we're working on Siege and stuff like you know two and three issues out tops. So it's and Steve Wacker does a very admirable job of keeping things together for Amazing Spider-Man, but I think the, as fast as Amazing Spider-Man moves, it's gotten to be really difficult to use him in a significant way in another place that would have to be reflected in Amazing Spider-Man. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just, at the same time, they brought that on themselves, but uh, I guess yeah, yeah I'm, I guess I'm not saying it's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, well first, first of all, on Siege, though, you have to remember Siege is not about Spider-Man. Siege is about getting the Avengers back together. So that's, you know, that's, that's really all what that was moving. That's what that whole thing was moving toward. I mean, even Dark Reign and Secret Invasion, really, it was about the disassembled and then ultimately the reassembling of the Avengers. And so Spider-Man really wasn't a part of that. They just happened to use uh, his number one bad guy, really. So that's kind of the connection there. Yeah, and they dropped the ball significantly on this whole thing. I, I think... Uh, this is why when you produce a book three to five times a month, um, you got to have more than one editor and more than more than one consistent writer. Uh, yeah. Having too many having many having too many cooks in the kitchen is really what's hurting the hurting the books right now, and that's why it kind of feels really disconnected from the rest of the Marvel U. Jonathan, anything else? Oh no, just you know, um, cool. I love I love the show. I love JR's articles. I love uh, Spider-Man Crawlspace webcomic. I love views. I love Batgirl Oracle. I love being on the Crawlspace Chronicles, and I love it every time Brad laughs and giggles. So 
<laughs> no, no that happens. That's happened a lot in a hundred shows. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Donovan. You're great on the site. No problem, man. Y'all have fun. Thanks, buddy. Bye -bye. I'm still giggle like a mental patient, right? You laugh like a, <laughs> like a mental patient. True. See you, Don. Okay, let's see. We've got the other person from that show that he's on. We have Mr. John Wilson. He is Chrono Spidey from the message boards. And we're ringing John. Ringing him in. means time. We have a. Week. There you go. We have uh, twelve people in the green room waiting to call in. So we have John on the line. Welcome, John. Howdy ho, everybody. Hey, great show! Episode three's up on the front page of Amazing Spider-Man Classics. Outstanding show. We have uh, four up now. Four. Four. Yes. I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I, I'm, I've got a hundred on the mind. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you. What's so your much. question for the group here? I appreciate the letting me on. No problem. Um, wanted to ask you guys the uh, about the news they showed recently, two and a half years ago, when they did this whole one more day thing. They said they were going to tell the story of what really happened, and now finally, two and a half years later, we have an advert omit. Is it yeah. too little, too late? Is anyone cautiously optimistic? What do you guys think? Um, Kev, I bet you got an opinion. I'm cautiously <laughs> hoping it's not going to make me claw my eyes out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I can muster right now. I'm really working on the optimism, but I mean, damn. Well, I, it, it, the one the one thing I hope happens. I hope they they address that he made a deal with the devil and Spider Man wins. I mean, he may be unmarried, but they got a, a they got a touch on. From what I read, this is expanding, quote unquote, expanding on Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number Twenty One. Am I am I wrong? That's yeah, what that's I read what too. That it's going to answer people's questions about the story, but it's not going to change anything in one more day. It's just expounding upon what's history now. Yeah, yeah which, I mean, which when you is start completely the title, when you start the title with O M, I mean that's not going to be good. It's Spider-Man Secret Origin. Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man Crisis on Infinite Spiders and Marriages and Babies and Sex and Masks and Kinky Kinky. Someone an expert on all those topics is Jr. Jr. What do you think of this? I was about to say some things I haven't done for years being married and all, but anyway, let's just omit that whole damn thing. Oh, but I'm. I am not optimistic at all about omit, and I'll tell you why. Well, beyond the fact that I've been very grouchy about this whole brand new day thing, one, Joe Casati is writing it, which, one, as concerning how bad One More Day stunk as a story, forgetting what happened, but as a story, that's you know that doesn't give me any optimism whatsoever. Also, the fact that he is writing it to me, it's. You know, it's it's like the uh, it's like the Godfather movies when Robert Duvall is trying to tell James Caan, saying it's not personal, Sonny, it's just business. You know, and and Joe by insisting on writing these 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 moments, it's like he it is personal for him. Um, and that you know why you know he he should have a, a better writer writing something potentially so controversial, but he's determined to be the one to have the final say on it. So that that kind of bothers me. So no, I'm I'm not optimistic about this at all. I imagine this is just going to be a another whole big you know screw job, middle finger, ha ha ha, you old farts type thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, what was it? Zach wrote a great uh, editorial on the front page, and it's still on the front page. It's the very last thing. If I add one more story, it's going back. But uh, 
What's your two cents on it, Zach? Um, you know, you know, I explained in the editorial. I said, look, you know, the reason why one more day happened was because we had JMS. He had all the toys in the sandbox to play with, but he focused on three central characters: Peter Parker, Mary Jane, and Aunt May. The rest of the supporting cast kind of went went to the wayside, and we have really good stories out out of that. Now, uh, we've had to hit the re- big reset button, and we've been focusing more on these uh, on the supporting cast and not on Peter Parker. And I feel like that we're going in the big giant cycle of we're going to make Peter a complete and utter loser like he was during the Mackie reboot, and haha, screw you, that's how Peter Parker's supposed to be. I, I think this omit is going to be. I, I think it's going to be an abject failure. I'm going to. I'm going to say. I'm going to give a preemptive F. You know, it, it, it better impress me. But given the fact that Casada's writing it, <laughs> I don't have any hopes. Well, here's the thing. I think Joe Casada actually is a good writer because he uh, he wrote NYX, the first NYX miniseries, and I thought that was great. Um, but you know, one more day was written by committee, and it was not written. It, you know, Jr. says it wasn't a good story. No, it wasn't. It wasn't written to be a story. Uh, it was it was written t- to get them to a certain point. It was not ever supposed to be a story, and it was a bad story. Problem is, I think this is going to be the same thing. Uh, Joe Quesada, like I say, I think he's a good writer, uh, but I don't think Jeff Johns could write this particular story and make it not suck. So, okay, so, so from that from that from that point of view, is there a story they could tell that would build on one more day and expound upon whatever mythology is behind that story? That would actually be a good story for you. Yes, I mean, seeing one more Peter day and Mary they... Jane defeat Mephisto and they're married again. <laughs> that would be a good story addressing one more day. I think I think you can get away with them defeating Mephisto and ha- not having them married. I mean, you could, but it would suck. I mean, I want him to defeat sure. Mephisto, don't get me wrong, but uh, there's really no logical way, uh, if you've been reading the characters for 20-plus years, there's really no logical way they defeat Mephisto and reverse the deal and go their separate ways. It doesn't happen. It doesn't make any sense. We haven't heard from Michael or Stella. What do you think, Michael? I'm just really not all that interested. I'm not saying that to be difficult or try or to be pithy. It's just... I like, you know, there are issues of Amazing Spider-Man I like. There are issues of Amazing Spider-Man that I don't like. But they have gone so far afield of of what I really look for in the character when I when I want to read a good Spider-Man story that um that I really can't say that this is going to be anything I even want to read cuz I just don't care at this point. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Stella, how about you? What do you think of this whole, whole yeah, myth? Uh, yeah, I'm a little apathetic as well uh, with Michael. Um, I think that it's not um, exactly too little too late uh, because I think whenever they were planning on doing this story that it's going to matter in some sort of respect. But I do think that it certainly is coming out uh, so late that I, I care less and less about it that the more that it's sort of delayed. I think it should have come out in the first year of Brand New Day and not have waited this long um, because I think more people were curious as to what happened or what the marriage was about in the beginning, and I think they lost all those people probably with the bad stories that have come out. And so now, you know, there are these other people that have just sort of been hanging on by a, a thread that are going to read it. So I, I think it'll it'll advice. take – I'm sorry? 
makes you wonder what the delays were because he said there were delays. I just wonder what they were. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to take like a lightning strike to make me like be really enthusiastic <laughs> about it. Here's the deal. The reason Whoa. why they did that was because Wacker wanted the stories. To, they really wanted to distance themselves from One More Day, but they. But at the end of the day, they try as hard as they might, they couldn't. And I think that's why you see all these writers getting really frustrated by the internet outcry. Um, and that's exactly why they waited three and a half, two and a half years. <laughs> uh, in case you heard the background sound, Kevin went to urinate in the bathroom. <laughs> The bathroom door squeaked like Ron Friends. Uh, oh, that's a little 100 podcast inside joke. Uh, anyway, you need some WD-4 on that door, brother. Uh, John, answer your own question. What do you think? Do you want to? What do you want to do in this story? I am going to play the part of cautiously optimistic. Whenever I found out about One More Day and Brand New Day, the first thing when I finally read it, the first thing I said was. You know, what, what happened with the Whisper? Why did they re- not get married? All these things about the background of the story that had now been changed. And so I want to read the story. Am I going to like the story? I have no idea. But I'm going yeah, to, I'm going to, I'm going to play the part of cautiously optimistic. It's not like we're, us, the group here is not going to pick it up. I mean, right. we're going to buy it. We're, we're the, the dedicated fans, so. Well, anyway, John, so do having s- me on. congratulations on 100 episodes. Oh, I've listened to 50 you, of them, and I'm surprised you lasted this long, sir, frankly. But, uh, <laughs> I am too. I am too. I hope to call no, in on uh, your 100th show, sir. Oh, well, well thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Who else do we have? We have like 11 people in this room. So we're all going to be here for the next two hours. <laughs> I told you. I hope bring on someone to talk about some DC discussion. Oh man! Oh, all really? right, really? Let's bring on a. Let's bring on the duck. Howard the duck on the board. Mm-hmm. Logan Daniel uh, is uh, uh. calling in. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Logan? Hey, Howard the duck. Howard the duck on the board, huh? Oh uh, no, I'm Guy Man 442. Yeah, you failed, Brad. You failed. Well, I'm going to have to change your ID because I typed in the room. I said, what's Logan's handle? And someone said, Howard the Duck. I guess that was just totally random. <laughs> Again, what's your handle on the board, Logan? Guyman442. Okay, cool. Well, Logan, what's your question? Um, You know, I actually don't really have a question. I just wanted to congratulate you guys on uh, getting the podcast older than JR. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that oh, as wow. a compliment. <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> well, Logan, where are you calling from? You in the United States? Uh, yes, I'm in Colorado. Colorado, okay. How long have you been visiting the crawl space? Uh, almost a year. Oh, cool. Are you, have you been reading Spider-Man for a long time? No, not really. I've, I've dropped the book right now, and I'm going back-to-back issues and enjoying oh. the stuff that I can actually enjoy right now. So, uh, Well, how would you Good get man. hooked on the spider? On the spider? Uh, the crawl space or the book? Or the book. If you'd just been reading it for the past year, you must have came in at one uh, one more day or a brand new day. Well, um, I've always loved Spider-Man. It was the 90s TV show that got me into um, there you go. Spider-Man. But the uh, crawl space got me back reading current issues. Oh, cool. All right. Well, Logan, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you for the 100 well wishes and the shot at JR. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, can't get enough of those. <laughs> hey again, Stella. Hello, Logan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> this is fun to talk about. You guys want us to leave the room? <laughs> All right, I'm <laughs> out. Please, privacy. That's the 100th yeah. show. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have right. 10 more people on the call. Um, yeah, we got 10 more people. Logan. Broadway, Broadway musical podcast. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> It sometimes feels like that, doesn't it? All right, Logan. Thank you again, buddy. Thanks. Uh, bye bye. Man, Brad, I want to. I do want to say something. I, uh, yeah. uh, congratulations. I, I know I haven't said it yet, but congratulations on 100 episodes. Uh, Thank you. I, I know I've, I've not been there always. <laughs> There's oh, been well, several, fine. several episodes where. Uh, it's not like I pay you guys to do this. I stuff, know. So. I, <laughs> By the way, Why do you keep sending me those uh, those envelopes of hundred dollar bills, Brad? I don't it's understand. because they're meant for the cable company. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, like I say, the uh, the additions we you've made between uh, Stella, Jr., and Bailey, I think, have been all worthy additions, even better than you know <clears throat> myself. Um, <laughs> And Kev. And, and Kev. I mean, and Kev, well, Kevin's great. Kevin's been great from the beginning. Uh, you know, I, I kind of, but I have to thank you simply because without, without this show, I wouldn't be doing Clone Slayer Chronicles. So, um, I do thank you very much for the, uh, and for the abject support you've had for Spidey.com. I mean, it's damn ridiculous. When I'm, I was thinking back to those old episodes. I'm going, good God, I sound like a freaking broken record on that. I was like a Viagra ad. Is it up yet? Is it up yet? Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> I thought it was Cialis, Brad. And, oh, who knows? I don't know. I don't take it. I'm glad you know the, more about it than I. <laughs> what show wouldn't be complete without a dig at Zach? Like I said earlier in the show, we love the dude. We're going to wrap it up right about there. We have another hour of callers to celebrate our 100th show. Thanks again so much for listening and calling in. It was a fun show to put together, and I'm glad so many of you could make it in. But before we go, I want to thank our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com, for being with us for nearly 100 shows. They're great to work with on this show, and they're the company where I order my books from every month. Now, a Spider Spotlight book is the Spider-Man and the Secret Wars trade paperback. The description reads, quote, How do ten heroes end up buried alive beneath 150 billion tons of rock? And is the Hulk mad enough to do anything about it? What were the events that led up to this catastrophe? What are the heroes thinking? And with the weight of an entire mountain range above them, how do they go about their desperate fight for survival? All these answers can be found in the book that takes you deeper into the classic events of the Secret Wars and pulls the lid off stories that were left untold. It collects Spider-Man and the Secret Wars number 1 to 4 and the classic Secret Wars number 1 from the 80s. The cover price, $14.99. Mail order has it for just $8.99, which is 40% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Thanks again, gang. I'll be back in a few days with the second part of the 100th episode for the Spider-Man Crawlspace.com. I'm Brad Douglas.